Based on 10,000 salaries, the average daily salary in the United States is $57,191 per year, or $27.50 per hour. That's the average, so the question for you is, are you above or below that average? Today, Dave will share 10 ways to save an extra $400 a month. Sounds impossible? Well, listen in and learn how you can do it too. Good day and welcome to the Save Like Dave podcast, where we are on a mission to help you save and win with your money on almost any income level. Dave retired at 55, traveled the world, and lived abundantly, all while making well under $50,000 a year his entire career. Now it's your turn. Let's take your financial dreams to the next level. Today's episode is an applicable one. It's all about saving an extra 400 a month. Maybe you're thinking, I've, I've run the numbers, it's not possible. Well, Dave's going to give you 10 ways to do it on this episode. Well, thank you, Nate, and thank you, all you uh, podcast listeners. I think this is a podcast that many of you might find very interesting, and hopefully I'll spur you on to action to actually get connected to one or two of the things I talk about today and uh, change your financial route so that you become successful and to become better with your money. So where do you find yourself today? Sure, everyone wants to be above average, and I'm certainly good with that. Today, however, I want to speak to y'all whether you are above or below that 57000 annual salary. See, from my experience, it doesn't matter where you are on the continuum. What matters is what direction you're going, moving forward or falling behind. I am going to share 10 ways to save an extra $400 a month, no matter where you are right now. If you can take several of these points to heart today, you can reach that goal and win with money. See, what I found is being a consistent saver is the key to getting ahead financially. I can honestly say that you will succeed if you do this with your financial goals. Now, the 10 things I'm going to share should be taken as a whole. In other words, if you apply several of these ideas, you can get to the savings goal you want to reach. Most are little things, but when taken as a whole, will allow you to win. And there's even a couple that if you apply it just those, you can save much more than $400 a month. So let's get started. The first one I want to talk about is budget analysis. And what that is, is for you to review and analyze your current budget and identify unnecessarily expenses in areas where you can cut back. Now, this precludes that you do have a budget, and we've talked about that in a podcast. If you want to learn about that, you can go back and uh, listen to my podcast, or you can go online, of course, and learn all about budgets. But basically, you look at all your expenses, you look at your income coming in, and you look at your expenses, and then drilling down a little more closely, find out if there's any areas where you can cut back. That's a little bit, but you can save money that way. Another process that will save you some money is meal planning. And the suggestions that I've read several places is to plan meals in advance, cook at home, and minimize dining out to save on food costs. Yeah, we all know how expensive it is at restaurants nowadays. And uh, and then, of course, you got to do a tip on top of that, which is, you know, great for the server, but it's uh, not cheap eating out. 
Yeah, I have a perfect example. And I, and I may be way off track and you guys think this is nothing, but my wife was a little under the weather this week. And so I went out and bought Chinese food and I got three little, you know, white boxes of Chinese food. In the past, it probably would have cost about 15 to $18. It was $32. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. And I hadn't had Chinese food for a while. I'll say that. But it was like, holy moly, that's a lot of money for I mean, it was, it was enough for two people, but not for three. So planning your meals can have an incredibly meaningful and a big savings to you, uh, especially if you cook at home and, you know, use your crock pot, do things that you can stretch your food in a, a more realistic way to save money. Another thing that you can do is audit your subscriptions. This is a topic that you've probably read about before, but basically what you do is you evaluate your monthly subscriptions and eliminate those that are not essential. And, you know, the first one I'm sure everybody thinks about is your Netflix or um, all those other, the Disney Channel and, and all those other uh, type products. Yeah, the main thing is, you know, don't pay for something that you're not using. And uh, yeah, especially with those streaming and apps, you know, a lot of these you don't need. Maybe you only need one. Yeah, the streaming services, that's the right word. You know, another example that we talked about before is your gym membership. If you're going to gym, fantastic. Keep it going. Don't stop. But if you really aren't using it or you find another method that uh, does just as well, like for example, I play pickleball. I play four or five times a week, two hours at a time. So I'm getting, you know, eight to 10 hours a week of exercise. And at my age, that's pretty good. And so I don't have to pay any uh, gym membership because I do it outside in my community. Another way to save is energy conservation. You can implement energy-saving practices such as turning off lights and appliances when not in use to reduce utility bills. Now, you know, this is, can be minor. However, if you have a large, large house or you have a lot of kids that are always turning the lights on and never turning them off, it can make a difference. If you're heating um, a house on the second floor and you're only downstairs on the first floor for most of the time, you know, you can cut that upstairs way down and save real money on your expenses. Yeah, and I'll just add to that, you know, the Nest and some of these new thermostats can turn off when you're not home, yep. or you can obviously, you can schedule them at certain times to save energy that way. But uh, that, that does remind me when we were a kid, you know, you always said, you know, in the wintertime, you can put a sweatshirt on or there pants go. on. <laughs> we don't need to turn the heat all the way up. That's right. Big Bad Dad did that. But, you know, you get the point. Don't need to go crazy. But, you know, if you reduced it a couple degrees here and you, you turn the lights off there, you know, it does make a difference. And uh, that's my point here today. This next one is a big one or can be a big one. And it's called transportation efficiency. What you would do is explore carpooling or public transportation or biking to get the cost on fuel and maintenance down. Now, this isn't for everybody. You know, if you have two people in your home and you both work half hour from home, you're probably going to need two cars. But if you have really good public transportation or you have some friends that you work with, they drive right by your house, you could carpool. I had a cousin in uh, Riverside, California. He carpooled with about six other people in his work and they had an extremely long drive. They went from Riverside, California to Long Beach, California. He did this for 30 years. And if any of you know that part of California, that is a 90 minute drive each way. And he did that for 30 years. But one advantage he did have, he had one of those big vans, like a 15-seater. And apparently they'd put in, you know, 10 to 12 people in there. And they would, you know, each person would drive for a week at a time. So, you know, 
the other 11 weeks, say, they could read, they could rest, or whatever. Just explore options as far as transportation. And for some of you, you can save a ton of money. The next one is grocery shopping strategies. Look for sales, of course. Use coupons and consider generic brands to save on grocery expenses. Yeah, that's probably what saves me the most at the grocery. I don't do the coupons or any of that, but uh -huh. uh, a lot of those generic brands, yep. they're the exact same manufacturer, but same product. They taste the same. Yep. But here they are. One is, you know, the grocery brand. Yep. Good example. And all of you know that, right? The point is, if you want to win with money, you got to start implementing some of these things. Think differently about how you use your money, and you're going to win with money. Another area that you can save, and again, we're talking about how to save $400 a month from your current expenses. Another way is debt refinancing. Explore options to refinance high-interest debts like credit cards or loans to reduce monthly payments. And uh, you can do that. It can be done. An example would be if you're, paying, if you're not paying off your credit card every month in full, I have to say shame on you. But if you get into that messy situation and you are paying just the minimum at 24%, but you do have a HELOC or a uh, equity loan on your home, if you're really, really careful with your money, you pay off those credit cards at 24% and put it on a HELOC that's getting, you know, 8%. If you're really diligent and work like crazy to pay off that HELOC as soon as you can, you are going to save a lot of money. Okay, that's an example. Another one that I want to talk about is entertainment alternatives. Seek out free or low-cost entertainment options instead of costly activities or subscriptions. Now, think about that. Some simple ones, like I just described, um, if you're at a gym membership and you're paying you know, 150 bucks a month, like some places are, and you say, you know what? I want to save $1,800 a year. I'm going to cancel that, and I'm going to start playing tennis or pickleball with my friends at the neighborhood park, okay? You're getting exercise. Or I'm going to start hiking every weekend because we have a ton of hills where I live. Or bike riding. I've got great bike paths where I live. I'm going to start bike riding and uh, I'm going to get the exercise I need, but it's not going to cost me anywhere near what it did for that gym membership. Just one simple example. Another one is to negotiate your bills. Contact service providers to negotiate better rates on utilities, insurance, or other reoccurring bills. That can be done. I know it can, and you just have to ask. And many times, if they know you're going to leave because your uh, bill is too high, they will make an adjustment for you. Yeah, I've, I've seen that happen firsthand. Personally, I reached out at one time to cancel my lawn. I have like, uh, they get rid of the weeds and they put down fertilizer. And uh, it was amazing the discounts they offered <laughs> when I told them I was going to leave. Very cool. All right. Now, I think the last one I'm going to talk to you about is side hustle. And this can be potentially an incredible one. Explore opportunities for a part-time job or a side hustle to supplement your income. This idea can be an incredible growth vehicle for you. Start thinking now what your side hustle will be, and it can change your life. Yeah, this honestly might be the easiest or the best of the 10. 100%. Maybe Dave saved the best for last because, you know, maybe you're thinking, you know, I don't really want to cut back on eating out or doing this or that. Well, what's one way you can make it all happen? Just make a little more money. And uh, there's certainly a lot of side hustles out there. Well, that means taking a shift, working a weekend night or doing something else you love. Maybe you like drawing and you can use that talent or maybe you like 
editing, editing videos. Maybe you have that in your day job. Maybe you can do that part-time. Yeah, there's a zillion of these side hustles that you can do. And you know, as you know right now, there's a lot of companies looking for workers, right? Uh, a simple example would be, what if you work four hours a week? So one day a week, you were a, a server at a nice restaurant. You could easily make $100 a night, right? Multiply that, do that four times a month, four days in a month, and you just made yourself $400, all right? And you know what? You might even find that you really like it. You meet and connect with some really cool people, and it's like a win-win, right? You expanded your personal life. You expanded your professional life. You made more money, and now you can get out of debt if that's your goal, or you can uh, put it towards uh, saving to grow your uh, future retirement. All right, let me give you a real quick example, a real-life example, and then we'll close. Lisa, a young professional, assessed her spending habits and identified areas for improvement. She canceled unused subscriptions, created a weekly meal plan, and started using public transportation instead of driving to work. By negotiating her cable and internet bill and refinancing her student loans, she saved an extra $400 a month. Additionally, she started a small freelance gig, further boosting her income. These changes allowed Lisa to build an emergency fund and contribute more to her savings and retirement. Okay, now I know this is a fictional story. However, I hope you don't miss the point. That could be you or me. When facing a challenge, don't give up. Think about what you can do to solve that problem and you will win. Yeah, I love that example. A lot of really good habits. And, you know, maybe you don't have to do all 10. No way. Right? That's that's certainly not. not the point of this podcast, right? It's just pick one or two things and you just might be able to get to $400 just there. Yeah. And $400 is just a number that I pulled out. You could save $500, $600, a month, depending on what you do. Again, you know, those side hustles, you could easily make $1,000 a month, depending on what you do. I know people that deliver pizzas, depending on the market, they can make a lot of money doing that. So just FYI, get your brain thinking and make a decision today to change your way of life, financially speaking. All right, let me leave you with three points like I always do. The first one, I just want to reemphasize transportation efficiency. Depending on your individual situation, one way to easily save an extra $400 a month is by getting rid of your second car. And if, for example, there are two people in your household and one could carpool or bike or maybe even walk to work, and just as a little aside, I did the walk to work one. For 16 years, I walked to work. And so, well, all we had was one car. Now, doing this one thing will save you tons on insurance costs, vehicle depreciation expense, fuel expenses. I mean, it's unbelievable how much really a a car costs when you look at the big picture over a course of a year. And so depending on your situation, you could do one of those. I know, Nate, you talked to me recently. You're thinking about going from two to one cars. Yeah, personally, we uh, don't really have a need for our second car. And uh, although it's nice every now and then, but uh, it's an expense that's not really needed. Yeah. And as we talked the other day about that, if there is a time when you do need a second car, uh, most of us know that we could Uber, pay $50 or $100, whatever it's that day, and you're going to be way ahead financially. All right. The second one is debt refinancing. Can you double up on paying down some personal debt? This means you'd pay two payments a month instead of one. How about refinancing high interest credit card debt? Those are just a couple examples for you to consider. 
The last one is the best one, as Nate talked about, your side hustle. This is the buzzword right now in personal finance, and for good reason. If you are committed to getting ahead financially, taking on a second job or a side hustle can easily get you that extra $400 a month. Yeah, and actually, one other one I was thinking as well that's popular now is, you know, you could do Uber with your car. Yeah. Or you could do Uber Eats, you yeah. know, or, you know, we're actually, or DoorDash, you're actually deliver, delivering meals. And we had a family member do that and he made pretty good money. Uh, you do have to work hard, but if you do that one day a week or maybe two days a month, you can make substantial money. Yep. That's good. All right. The last thing I'm going to leave you with, with this podcast, how to save $400 a month. I've given you some concrete examples to get that extra $400 a month or whatever dollar amount you want to achieve, right? My goal today was to encourage you, to inspire you, to think differently about money so that you can achieve your financial goals. If you want to win in this area, pick one or two that I spoke of today and you will be on your way. All right. Well, we hope you learned something on this episode. Dave listed out a lot of practical ideas on how you can save some money. $400 was just the example we gave. But, you know, if you're just saving an extra 100 or 200 that's better than zero, right? You so, bet. Yep. So we hope this inspires you to take a look at your budget, to take a look at your expenses and see where you can cut back. Or maybe it's make a little bit more. But on the next podcast, what does it look like to be stuck in the middle from a financial point of view? Next session, Dave will share that very scenario. Are you in the middle? Hope to see you next time as Dave gives you some excellent suggestions on how to get beyond being in the middle from a financial perspective. I'm going to leave you with a uh, verse from the New Testament. It is 1 Timothy 6, verses 17 through 19. It says, As for the rich in this present age, charge them not to be haughty, nor to set their hopes on the uncertainty of riches, but on God who richly provides us with everything to enjoy. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share, thus storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future, so that they may take hold of that which is truly life.